program and never pay full price for gas again. And snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gas. And see full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts will help with all your car care needs. Whether you're shopping for parts, accessories, or supplies, we've got you covered. Right now, get Superior Coverall Tire Shine 2 for $16, plus earn double O rewards points. Keep your car looking like new. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Japanese martial arts actor has died. He was known in his native Japan as Shinichi Chiba, known here and elsewhere as Sonny. Kill Bill. A bottle of warm sake, please? Might have been his most famous film. Warm sake? Very good. That came out in 2003, but Chiba had been acting since the 60s with his career and international stardom taking off with The Street Fighter in 1974. Seemingly indestructible on screen, Chiba's management company says he died of COVID-19 and had not been vaccinated. Sonny Chiba was 82. Peter King, CBS News. A winery in Japan is aging its wine underwater. It uses an oyster farming facility to keep the wine at a constant temp in the sea. The wine is submerged for six months, about 32 feet down in what they call under-the-sea aging. They say the process takes less time than a wine cellar thanks to the vibrations in the ocean. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. Pro football season's here, and pro roofers save valuable time with Beacon Pro Plus. Beacon Pro Plus works 24-7 for material ordering, order history, and automated promotion tracking, so you can get your favorite GAF roofing products even when working remotely. And now, order on Beacon Pro Plus and get a $175 gift card and a chance for a VIP pro football getaway. Gear up and raise your game with Beacon Pro Plus today. Build, score, and win at BECN.com. Nielsen says more than 30 million Americans watch Newsmax. It's the fourth highest rated cable news channel, and it's available on all major cable systems. Or find it on smart TVs like Samsung, LG, and more. And it's free on Roku, Zumo, Pluto, Amazon Fire, and TiVo. Or download the Newsmax app on your smartphone. Watch it anytime, anywhere. Forbes calls Newsmax a news powerhouse. Millions of Americans are watching Newsmax. You should, too. Tune in today. Hello, my name is Kevin Tidd. My wife Carrie and I are the owners of the pharmacy on Stimson Avenue. For over half a century, we have been feeding the Athens community and providing customer service that is above and beyond your expectations. It has been our lifelong dream to run our own health and wellness store, and we enjoy doing so every day. Just like how we enjoy promoting our lifestyle on WATH and WXTQ Radio. Radio advertising has worked for us, especially in these trying times, and it can work for you and your business as well. Take it from us, Kevin and Carrie from the pharmacy. Are you struggling to pay out-of-pocket Medicare costs? Your deductibles, co-payments, and prescription medication can really add up. Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help you navigate confusing signups and help you save money. Medicare savings programs such as extra help or low-income subsidy are available. Call 1-800-331-2644 for free over-the-phone assistance with enrollment. No waiting, no travel, just one phone call. That's 1-800-331-2644. 
Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. Daily reports at the stock market's close. Tune in at 5.30 tonight on WATH to stay informed about your money. The stock market report is brought to you by Goldsberry Wealth Strategies, serving Athens County since 2005. The Goldsberry Wealth Strategies stock market report airs exclusively in Athens County on 970 WATH weekdays at 5.30 immediately after our local newscast. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Advisors, Inc. Goldsberry Wealth Strategies is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial services. Integrated Services for Behavioral Health is the preeminent behavioral health organization in Southeast Ohio. It's an organization of over 300 like-minded individuals that provide services to some of the most vulnerable populations, believing in the resiliency of the individual. If you provide good services, if you care about the individual and you value communities, you know, the opportunities are endless. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk car upholstery, garage door openers, and how to make teens better drivers. That's Auto Smarts Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. If you think you are beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you think you'd like to win, but you can't, it's almost a cinch you won't. Life's battle doesn't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or later, the person who wins is the one who thinks he can. Single game tickets on sale now at Bengals.com. I-N-E-P-T. Inept Tech. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. And we're visiting with Coach Art Turf today. And, Coach, as we promised our listeners, we're going to be coming to you from the training table at NF Tech. And what's that noise I hear in the background? Well, that's a train. Ain't anybody got a train at their training table? This is a little bit of an unusual setting, but uh, you told me you had a surprise in store for me today. Well, no, I don't know how much of a surprise this is. You know, uh, way back when, when our crack dietitian, old uh, Tubby Thompson, come to me, he says, Coach, you, know, you got to have your training table. I just figured well, it'd be a natural to have your training table over at the train station. Well, Ain't that the way everybody does it? I'm not sure that's true, Coach, but uh, there is a bit of a, a problem when the uh, when the train comes by. It sort of rattles the silverware well, and the glasses the table there. up. you got to be sure you ain't got your glasses of milk all the way full. This is certainly a busy place. I think I hear another uh, train approaching on a different track. Well, that's right. Here comes one, and you, and you know, this one sounds like it. This might be the one that's bringing in Coach Robison and his boys. The opponents for tomorrow night in the conference game, double Dakota Tech. Well, that's right, DDT. We're playing DDT this week, and uh, Coach Robison, that's Coach Roach Robison, Coach Roach, they call him. He's bringing in his boys on the train. We thought it'd be a nice gesture to have him come right into our training table and share our training table with us. Well, I believe this train is uh, 
slowing down and pulling up to a stop here, Coach. This may be the, the train bringing uh, the DDT in. Well, I believe you're right. You know, this, this is one of them things that makes football a great game it is. You know, you can be enemies on the field. You can lock horns out there on the field while the game's going on. But away from the ball field, away from the game, you can have some nice fellowship with one another. Well, we've got some unusual-looking youngsters getting off the train. Well, that's right. You can see that fella over there with the long arms. That's Stevens. Spider Stevens, he's their quarterback, really loves to fling them passes in their web offense. Well, Coach, wait a minute, what's this coming here? I don't know. That train's coming awfully fast. Well, you're right. You know, this is a busy place, but, you know, it, it is coming kind of fast. I hope this boy knows what he's doing. I hope uh, Coach Robinson... Coach Roach, you get your boys off that train over there. Coach, I think we've had a bit of a collision out there on the tracks. I believe this would be a good time for a commercial. While they are clearing up the debris, let's pause for a moment back with Coach Turf after this message. And the Art Turf Show is proudly sponsored by Toala de Papel, which is Spanish for paper towels. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill. And we're back at the training table with Coach Art Turf, and hopefully, Coach, all of the train schedules have been completed. We can complete this program without any interruption. Well, who cares about the program? Let's go ahead and eat and finish eating. You know, don't this look good? You probably don't see too many spreads like this. Look at all that roast beef, and we got some fried chicken, and cream potatoes, and peas, and carrots, and you can have all that broccoli out there, but don't that look good? Certainly an outstanding menu for a college football training table. Not only that, it's lots of good stuff to eat, and uh, of course, there is one problem with all this good what is, food what is that coach well uh, just for example let me let me tell you I'll, I'll stand up here you go through lots of paints be listening again sports fans for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the fighting oysters of inept tech the coaching legend in his own mind the one and only coach art turf Foggy last night. And this morning, for that matter. All night, I guess. I'll tell you a story about all of that shortly. Headed to 83 degrees today, and uh, no mention of risk of precipitation or anything like that. In fact, as we look ahead, the first mention of rain is Wednesday when they say we'll have some thunderstorms. Otherwise, 83 today, 86 tomorrow, 89 on Sunday and Monday, and 91 on Tuesday. So plenty of uh, warm weather in store for us. Hope Lodge had their big opening last night. We in, intended to go, but, um, well, anyway, I, I, I just got to tell you a little bit about my day yesterday. So once every 28 days, we have to go up to the uh, the James Hospital in Columbus, and my wife has uh, some, some tests and things like that. 
and then um, they prescribe another 28 days of a certain medication. Okay. Um, so let's see here. Anyway, we did all of that. Drove to Columbus, had a couple hours there, and then we drove home. But, you know, we're talking, talking as we're driving, and We've been a little bit concerned about our two dogs, Hope and Foley. And uh, they've just uh, shown some habits that weren't... I'm sorry, they weren't following habits they've had. Like where to go to the bathroom and that sort of thing. And I'll turn your mic on. Oh, there we go. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, following their normal routine. Yeah, and and just um, being a little lethargic and uh, scratching a lot and stuff like that. So, we were were worried about it, you know. So, you try to call a veterinarian, and everybody under the sun is booked for a week or two, it seems like. Um, in, in any way. So, let's just toward the end of the day. And so I thought, well, you know, there's that veterinarian hospital over in Parkersburg. So, 40-minute drive. We left here about 6 we got over there at, uh, yeah, 6.45. And this is a, um, it's A-Vet, okay, A-V-E-T. And they have um, a, a, what amounts to a pretty large chunk of a strip mall, okay, a small mall. And I'd say... One-fifth of it is for grooming and all that sort of thing. And then they have a a section that's for um, emergency cases. And then they have a large section, which is a hospital for animals. Large building. But uh, certain parts of it only open certain parts of the day. For example, the emergency care is from 6 p.m. until, I don't know, 8 a.m., something like that. So we showed up with our guys, and um, you're in line. They have three spaces to work from, three veterinarians on duty, and four or five vet assistants. And since there was another dog in front of us that had been hit by a car, Mm. was not damaged badly. Uh, I pet him and everything, but uh, he, his hind quarters were really sore. No. So, um, um, he was waiting, and then we were next, and then there were some people after us. Anyway, we got in there. And they did a very thorough check of, oh, I don't want to get too graphic here, but uh, the bowels, okay.
Okay. And um, other other things. And what they discovered besides what we took them for was that they have a mild case of fleas. So they gave them a tablet, which will kill everything in 24 hours. And then also gave us advice on how to prevent that from happening again. So it was very helpful, but the point is, we were over there until, well, when we got out of the doctor's office, it was dark. So we swung by Chick-fil-A and got a quick sandwich, and then we started for home. It was foggy as could be the entire way. I mean, you know how you drive along that section many times in your life, and so you look at certain things and you recognize them, and they're landmarks as you're driving along. We couldn't see any landmarks, so it was very weird driving and not really having a hunch where you are. (laughs) Oh, well. But it all turned out, well, just a difficult complicated day yeah they'll be doggies will be better oh, today yeah. they even seem better already oh yeah those uh flea medicines are wonderful treatments they give them not it, just for dogs but cats too all animals really oh yes oh yeah good and then good there's there. there's some things we have to do at the house too oh uh, yeah to prevent uh, any cleaning in, infestation yep yeah, do some cleaning, some washing. All right, today is August 20th, the year, of course, 2021. Today is National Radio Day. Hey, ding, ding, ding. National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Mm-hmm. Just two things are mentioned, Radio Day and Pecan Pie Day. Uh, both are things I like. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just dig in for a minute. National Radio Day. I'm just curious what they may have to say about it. All right. I mean, I have plenty of things to say about it, but and it's it's a it's a profession. It's something I love. Something we do frequently. You know, this could almost be. Not only what we love, but it's kind of... I don't... Do you feel like it's maybe a hobby, too? Well, of course. I do. People ask me, what's your hobby? People who are blessed to be able to do something they love and earn a paycheck. And, I mean, how much better can it be? Yeah. Okay. That's how I felt at Ohio Athletics. I well, mean, I'll bet. You know, I'll bet. Just every day walking in there, I could have kissed the convocation center wall every time I walked in. It was just one of those things I was blessed with, enjoying a career there. And, and this, people ask one of my hobbies, and I first thing I think of is this, radio. Mm. You know, I, I enjoy this and what I do here and what we do here. Trying to help make people's days did just a see, little bit better. Did you see what shirt I'm wearing today? I did not. 
Okay. No reaction. No, I don't get the significance. I'm trying to put something together with no, that. Nothing. Just <laughs> Florida State University. Oh, okay. FSU. Yeah, they were they were uh, competitors against Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers. All right. Go Tigers. Well, uh, I don't know where this came from, but I found it in the closet today. <laughs> it's true. It's the true story. Yeah. Okay. But it on, fits nicely. Okay, yeah. National Radio Day. On August 20th, we will be coming to you on all frequencies for National Radio Day. Radio was once one of the most incredible technologies on Earth used by militaries and governments alike for navigation, news, distribution, and more. It made news and music more accessible and brought us closer as a nation and as a planet. Though today we rely more heavily on the Internet and TV for what we once relied on radio for, radio is far from dead and increasingly appreciated for its vintage and fantastic comment and content. And uh, history of this, uh, well, it was the invention of radio by Guglielmo Marconi in the 1890s, with many scientists making small but significant contributions to the understanding of electromagnetic induction, electric conduction, and radio waves. Okay. Radio waves discovered in the 1880s. Well, National Radio Day today. Um, and, and the only other thing is National Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. Yeah. So I thought I'd bring in yesterday since we had a guest. Okay. Here, you want some more stats? 71% of people surveyed listen to the radio in their car. Oh, okay. I've got... You've got some I've got like a that? whole other report. Okay. We'll that wait for that we'll one. We'll blend this, okay? But with only two things mentioned today, I thought I'd look at yesterday. So yesterday, which was the 19th of August, was National Potato Day, International Bow Day. Are they talking about like a bow or a bow and arrow or bow, what? A, a bow, bow tie. A bow you wrap around, you know, okay. a, an outfit, or maybe, you know, you see little children with bows. Well, let's go on. National Aviation Day, and finally, National Soft Ice Cream Day. Yum. Yeah. So, we've got the last two days covered now. Yesterday and today. Delicious soft ice cream at Larry's Doghouse. Mm, Had to throw that in there. I'll put this tell you what they have the best chocolate milkshakes for me anyway around that sounds good maybe this afternoon i'll get one all right um let's see we often do historical stuff right now so on this day of august 20th but the year 1597 the first dutch east india company ships returned from the far east in 1619, the first known African-Americans in English North America, and there were approximately 20 of them, land at Point, Point Comfort. I guess today it would be more known as Fort Monroe. That's in Virginia. Uh, then they are sold or traded into servitude. 
So, good story until then, right? Yeah. 1741, Alaska first sighted by Danish explorer Vitus Vering at head of Russian expedition. 1741. I think I've mentioned over the years my dad has a, had a close relationship with Alaska in many ways. I visited there uh, once, but I enjoyed it, mostly because of all the people my dad knew. They treated me very nicely. Anyway, 1866 on this date, President Andrew Johnson formally declares the U.S. Civil War over. 1905, Chinese revolutionary um, Sun Yat-sen forms the first chapter of Chiang Meng Hui, which was a union of all secret societies determined to bringing down the Manchus, um, well, the king, the, the king, it's not with a K, but with a Q. King Dynasty. A couple more here. 1968, during the night, 250,000 Soviet and Warsaw Pact troops invade Czechoslovakia in response to the Prague Spring. Fingers to articulate these pages. Here we go. 1993, this is the last one. Oslo Peace Accords were signed after secret negotiations that took place in Norway, followed by a public ceremony in Washington, D.C. the following month. 1993, Oslo. Okay, famous birthdays. We've got four typically, and we got four here. Only one is still living. So let's, uh, let's go back the farthest first. Fabian Gottlieb von Bellingshausen. Whew. Easy for you to say. Yeah. He was a Russian naval oh, you officer. found it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was a Russian naval officer, cartographer, and explorer who ultimately rose to the rank of admiral. I think cartography might have been an area I would be of, might have had some interest in. It could have been one of my possible majors. I think he was uh, one of the first people that discovered Antarctica. Mm. Anyway, his birth date, on this date in the year 1779, he died in 1852. Next is Benjamin Harrison, born in 1833, died in 1901. Oh, he was a U.S. president. I do know that. I'm trying to think. Was he an Ohioan? Um, yes, I think he was. Benjamin Harrison was an American lawyer and the politician who served as the 23rd president of the U.S. from 1889 to 1893. He was a grandson of the ninth president, William Henry Harrison, and great-grandson, 
of Benjamin Harrison V, the founding father who signed the United States Declaration of Independence. Born August 20th, 1833 in North Bend, Ohio. Okay, so finally, after all that, we found out that's true. Yep. North Bend, where is that? A village in Miami Township, Mm -hmm. Hamilton County, Ohio. Okay. Near Cincinnati. Rajiv Gandhi. Born in 1944, died in 1991. Born on this date in 1944. Rajiv Gandhi, former Prime Minister of India. He was an Indian politician, served as the 6th Prime Minister of India. From 1984 to 1989. Once in a while. He took office after the 1984 assassination of his mother, Prime Minister Indira Gandhi. Once in a while, I think I know who this is and could have said Prime Minister of India. But then I'm so afraid that I might be wrong. You know, I don't have the confidence. Okay, the last person we have to mention is uh, still living. And today's his 73rd birthday, and it's that of Roger Plant. And uh, uh, based upon his photograph here, I would say he's a member of a, maybe a musical rock group. Uh, is it P-L-A-N-T-E? Mm-hmm. Like Plant a Plant. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Where are you, Roger Plant? Is it R-O-G-E-R? Ro- Robert. Robert Plant. That makes a difference. Sorry. Robert Plant. I think he, uh, hmm, a group like Robert Palmer. That's <laughs> showing Robert Plant at greenhouses. That's not it. <laughs> well, maybe. Funny. But I'm guessing <laughs> yeah. he was an entertainer. Yeah, he is. But uh, just doesn't tell me much more than that. Robert Plant. Rock musician. Let's try that one. Maybe he is just a solo artist. Okay. I don't know. Led Zeppelin. There we go. He was with Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Okay, well that's that's significant. Yeah. Okay, two two famous deaths to mention. One I will do a bad job in his name. The other one was a great friend of mine. Hua Jua Thing. So H U A is first name, second name, or last name, G U O F E N G. Born in 1921, but died on this date in 2008. Well, we're moving a little slow here this morning. Not me, the internet. Oh, I see. (laughs) He is a former premier of the People's Republic of China and served as the chairman of the Communist Party of China and premier of the People's Republic. Folks, I already kind of teased you a little bit in saying that... uh, Next uh, they have here to mention is someone who was a good friend of mine, and this is true. His name was Jerry Lewis. 
Born in 1926, but died on this date in 2017. Many of you remember the Jerry Lewis telethons. I had an active role in those. Uh, not all of them, but many of them. And he was as crazy in person <laughs> as he was before the cameras. <laughs> Funny with uh, Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. Oh, yeah. When they would uh, act out their skits, movies. Funny, funny and, stuff. And nearly 100%. Um, what am I trying to say? Nearly 100% unscripted. Authentic. Genuine. Okay. Let's uh, do a little COVID stuff here. There, that's the sheet I was looking for. Okay, first of all, I have a general report. Entitled, The Safest States During COVID-19. Now, before I get into this, let me just mention that Ohio, up until yesterday, there were three counties in Ohio that were not in the extra serious classification. They were serious, but not extra serious. Athens was one of those three. But now, that has changed, and all counties in the state of Ohio are in that extra serious classification. But what about state was? Okay, I, I don't know how to do this. This is just, uh, okay, Scott, I'll put you on the spot. Who, what state do you think is the safest? Um, I Let's see, was it uh, Vermont? You're correct. Okay. And let's just stay up in that part of the nation. Number two, Connecticut. Three, Massachusetts. Four, Maine. Five, Rhode Island. Six, Maryland. The District of Columbia, seventh. Ah, interesting. New Hampshire, eight. New York, nine. New Jersey, ten. And then it starts to change. Pennsylvania, eleventh. California, twelfth. Now that's a big change. Hawaii, 13th. State of Delaware, 14th. I thought I saw them earlier. Let me double-check myself. Nope. Illinois, 15th. Minnesota, 16th. Okay. So, let's uh, not read all 51 here. Although, if, folks, there's a state that you want me to mention, uh, call me real quick, 592-6646, and I'll add it. But Ohio is ranked 23rd right now. So where is it the worst? Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Nevada, Idaho, Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, the South, basically. Tennessee, South Carolina, Missouri, 
Texas, Florida. Um, the worst close to us, Kentucky. They come in 38th. West Virginia comes in 29th. And as I said before, Ohio is 23rd. How about uh, Indiana and Pennsylvania? We'll go east and west. Indiana is 34th. I'm sorry, what was the other one you said? Pennsylvania. I think they were in one of the better groups, but let me double check. Yeah, they were 11th. Michigan. You're making me jump all around. 22nd. (laughs) One better than our state. One less better than Alaska. Okay, so now the most important state we have to mention, of course, is Wyoming. (laughs) Wyoming came in 35th. Wyoming. Okay, now, another report, but of similar nature. Okay, what states have the highest vaccination rates? Uh, They're in this order. Vermont, Hawaii, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Jersey, Rhode Island. What have the lowest rates of vaccinated people? 47th is Alabama, 48th West Virginia, 49th Mississippi, 50th Wyoming, and 51st Idaho. Now, lowest positive testing rate. The best states would be Massachusetts, Rhode Island, New York, Vermont, Maine, and New Hampshire. The uh, the ones with the worst figures, or to say the highest positive testing, Texas, Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Oklahoma. How about hospitals? People having to be treated in the hospitals. The lowest, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, North Dakota. It's funny how in the uh, all the lowest ratings the s- states are you hear over and over. Yeah, highest ratings where the most people are being need to stay in the hospital. Oklahoma, Kentucky, Alabama, Louisiana, Florida. Death rate lowest District of Columbia. Followed by Vermont, California, Connecticut, and Wisconsin. The worst death rates? Missouri, Mississippi, Nevada, Arkansas, Louisiana. I think that's good enough on that. Let's take a look at our local report. As of yesterday, because uh, this the, these figures are always updated at um, 2 p.m. 
So at 2 p.m. or shortly thereafter, I log on to the four different websites I pull this information from. They're all government sites. And insert them into my report, which, uh, well, let's it, it just do it. Worldwide, we'll go the opposite direction this time. We'll start with world and work our way down. Worldwide, there have been a total of 210 million cases. Actually, closer to 211 million cases. What does that represent? 2.67% of the world's population. Um, how many have died worldwide? 4,413,110. That's 2.1% of those that have gotten sick. Right now, how many active cases are there? It's not 210 million, it's 17 million, 578,336. And how many have recovered? This is always a good number. 188 million, 634,571, or 89.56 of those, 50, percentage that is, 90% of those that caught it have recovered at this point. In the United States, uh, so far we've had 38,146,677 cases. That's 11.46% of our nation's population has uh, had COVID. Um, deaths in the U.S. Um, okay, no, let, let me do another thing. So, 168 million have had it. Current cases, active cases, 7 million. 146,246. Which is 18.7% of the group that has had it is presently active. 30,335,700 have recovered. Nationwide, we've had um, 641,731 deaths. 385 were new yesterday.
Ohio. O-H. I-O. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, since this all began, we've had 1,171,577 cases. That represents 10% of our state's population. New cases yesterday, 16,255. Presently active cases, 53,169, which is 4.5% of the cases overall are currently active. I'm not sure I said that right. Cases active. Okay. Um, no, that figure is mistaken. Let me go a different direction. There are. There's about 63,000 people being hospitalized. Um, 8,649 require ICU attention, intensive care. But 55,000 are in, we'll say, a more normal hospital setting. To date, 1,106,022 people have recovered. The state of Ohio has seen 20,648 deaths. That's 1.76%. All right. Athens. I'm trying to move quickly. I didn't realize how short on time we are already. Athens had 27 new cases yesterday, bringing the total to 5,415 which represents 8.2% of our county's population. Uh, I believe 218 are being hospitalized. We have um, 5,226 that have recovered. That's 96%. One important figure I haven't mentioned yet is the vaccination level. Worldwide, the vaccination level, in that I'm talking about fully vaccinated right now, 24%. Man, that's got a ways to go. That's unfortunate. In the U.S., 50.6% are fully vaccinated. In the state of Ohio, 50.97%, so almost 51%. In Athens County, 44.09%. Okay, you get the idea. It's hard to do statistics on the air, and I hope I make it 
understandable. I've certainly heard other people do it, and it wasn't. <laughs> so, anyway. But, in the mood of giving you statistics, I'm going to give you some more. <laughs> and so it goes. I, I did a study recently of streaming, audio streaming. Okay, because um, those of you that are listening to me right now, for the most part, are listening over your radio. Um, now, our signal for years, um, I can't remember how long ago it was, we also added streaming which means that you can go to an electronic device and listen to our radio station through that means as well. What, what kind of, what are we talking about? We're talking about desktop computers, your cell phone. Uh, there's these things called Alexa and Siri and Hey Google that sit on your desk and you go, hey, Google, what's the temperature? And it can, the temperature right now is such and such, right? Or yes. you can say, hey, Google, play Power 105, and it'll start playing us. Hey, Siri, what's the temperature? It's currently 72 degrees. Oh, that's your, that's your phone. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> so, 72 in this studio. No, it's actually 72 outdoors. Oh, so it is. Yeah. Anyway, streaming statistics. Well, then, you know, both of our stations are up there, Power 105 as well as WATH. Now, this report, this the service we use, also will tell you, like, where they're listening from. It makes a distinction between short-term listeners and long-term listeners. And it'll finally tell you what device they're using to listen to the stream. So in terms of long-term listeners, they're saying that's greater than two hours in duration. So in the let's take WATH, the station we're on right now. Um, of the people that are streaming our station, longer than two hours, WATH has 2,845 such listeners in the United States. Germany has 179 listeners to us for more than two hours. The UK, United Kingdom, 128. Canada, 58. Finland, 124. 
the Philippines 28, Brazil 21, India uh, India has 21, Russia 17, and Taiwan 14, bringing us a total of 3,435 listeners listening for two hours or greater uh, at a time. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Now, WXTQ, our sister station, right, right on, on the other side of the wall here. They have 3,485 long-term listeners just in the U.S. While WATH had some in Germany, uh, XTQ does not. But they have 33 in the United Kingdom. They have 84 in Canada. WATH had nobody in India, but WXTQ has 125. WATH had Finland. XTQ, no. WATH had 28 in Philippines. WXTQ has 63. WATH, 21 in Brazil. WXTQ, 36. Okay. Then they have 47 in Korea, 39 in France, 35 in Argentina, 32 in Turkey. It's crazy. That is. Now, at any given moment, The average per moment. WETH right now then is supposed to have 48,062 listeners via the stream. Very cool. Now that doesn't count you folks out there on the radio. WXTQ has 59,900 and uh, I'm sorry, 59,598 listing in the United States right now via stream. But it's not the long, it could be for three seconds, it could be for uh, just shy of two hours, but that's the short term stuff. Okay, what I didn't mention was. WATH has 7,595 international listeners. WXTQ, 11,330. And then, once again, I can tell you what percentage are listening on desktops, cell phones, or these Alexa, Siri-type devices. Well, now those were pretty cool stats, especially with National Radio Day today. That's right. I forgot about that until you reminded me. Yes. I mean, that fits right in. Something else you forgot. You got a minute to do it, a minute and a half to do it, a minute and 20 seconds now. I'll wait till the last moment. All right. You know what it is, right? No. Okay. I do. 
Okay. And I'm not going to keep you waiting any longer. <laughs> Yabba dabba do, folks. It's a Friday. <laughs> it's a Friday. You kept them waiting for 58, well, not really I, that long, but 43, 44 minutes. <laughs> There's being a number of books written that are... Seemingly for the purpose of polarizing society. There's one out there by Alexander Vindeman. There's another one by Mark Levin. He's good. I like his work. There's one by Donald Trump. And... I don't know how I feel about this polarizing business, but um, maybe this is something we can discuss next week. All right. So once again, folks, I say yabba dabba do. <laughs> Have a very safe weekend. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. In D.C., President Biden is set to deliver marks at one this afternoon on the situation in Afghanistan. At the airport in Kabul right now, flights are halted. A defense official says the pause is due to the need to find facilities in other countries to handle the refugees. The government of Bahrain has approved an airbase to receive some flights starting today. Outside the airport in Kabul... A young girl begging soldiers to let her in. She's among thousands of Afghans hoping to get out. Here's CBS's Cammie McCormick at the Pentagon. The Taliban guarding outside the airport used gunfire again to scatter the crowds. But many returned immediately. Then tear gas and smoke were used. It's unclear by whom. That caused more panic. <laughs> With some trampled, hundreds of Afghans are still gathered outside the airport, desperate to get out of the country. There are at least two photos circulating of what appears to be a U.S. Marine talking to Taliban guards outside. CBS's Roxana Saberi spoke with a former translator trying to get out, but he's been rejected twice. So it's six o'clock came in morning, so I'm just wake up. So today 